Trapcast Express. Tratcast Express, it's Monday, July 1st, 2019. Let no one say that Francis only talks about Jesus Christ being in the poor and in the unemployed and in migrants and in those with athlete's foot. No, according to Francis, Christ is also in bread. That is what the Argentinian pseudo-pope preached for the Feast of Corpus Christi on June 23rd. Here is a direct quote from his homily, and no, this is not a translation error. Quote, In the presence of the Eucharist, Jesus, who becomes bread, this simple bread that contains the entire reality of the Church, let us learn to bless all that we have, to praise God, to bless and not curse all that has led us to this moment, and to speak words of encouragement to others. Unquote. Ready for another one? From the same sermon. Quote, the Lord does great things with our littleness, as he did with the five loaves. He does not work spectacular miracles, but uses simple things, breaking bread in his hands, giving, distributing, and sharing it. God's omnipotence is lowly, made up of love alone, and love can accomplish great things with little. The Eucharist teaches us this, for there we find God himself contained in a piece of bread. Being simple and essential, bread broken and shared, the Eucharist we receive allows us to see things as God does." Unquote. Well, considering that Francis was talking about the Novus Ordo Mass, he's actually not that wrong. <laughs> I mean, the rite does say we have this bread to offer, and that's in fact all that they do. They offer bread and wine, nothing more. Yeah, those are actually the only two things that never change in the new Mass, the bread and wine. Anyway, we published a post on France's Eucharistic heresy on our website on June 23rd, and it took only two days before professional Francis defender and general Novus Ordo apologist Dave Armstrong posted a response, or what he thought was a response, because you can find our rejoinder to Armstrong in the post just published today at novusordowatch.org slash wire, entitled on Francis' denial of transubstantiation, a rejoinder to Dave Armstrong. But let's not act as though Christ becoming bread and being contained in bread were the only heresy the man formerly known as Jorge Bergoglio has uttered recently. For example, three days after Corpus Christi, on June 26th, Francis couldn't resist and had to repeat another one of his favorite Protestant heresies in his Wednesday audience. He said, quote, There is no place for egoism in a Christian soul. If your heart is egoistic, you're not a Christian. Unquote. Now, at first you might say, well, what's wrong with that? It's not Christian to be an egoist, to be selfish, right? So where's the problem? Well, it's very true that it is not right to be selfish, but being selfish does not make one cease being a Christian. It does not make one a non-Catholic. It does not mean one is no longer a member of the church if one is selfish. I mean, think about it. Who among us is not in some way sometimes selfish? Hardly anyone. 
So does that mean we're all not Christians? We're all not Catholics? That we're not members of the church? What, are only the saints members of the church and all the sinners are expelled and excommunicated? Hardly. Now, don't underestimate the importance of this issue. It is so important that the Council of Trent hurled an anathema at anyone who contradicts it. Session 6, Canon 28, says this, quote, If anyone shall say that together with the loss of grace by sin, faith also is always lost, or that the faith that remains is not a true faith, though it be not a living one, or that he who has faith without charity is not a Christian, let him be anathema, unquote. And that's Denzinger 838. Now let's be clear, we're not saying that it's okay to sin, or that those in mortal sin are going to go to heaven. No, those who die in mortal sin will go to hell, regardless of whether they've been members of the church or not. So, no, we're only saying that those who are in sin, even in mortal sin, are nevertheless still Christians, still Catholics, still members of the church, unless the sin is of such a nature as to expel one from the church, such as public heresy, apostasy, or schism. And you can look that up in Pope Pius XII's encyclical on the church, Mystici Corporis, number 23. Quote, for not every sin, however grave it may be, is such as of its own nature to sever a man from the body of the church, as does schism or heresy or apostasy, unquote. So again, this is very important. If one were to deny this, if one were to say that anyone in mortal sin ceases to be a member of the Catholic Church for that reason, then you would be left with an invisible church, since no one can know who is and isn't in the state of sanctifying grace. So you wouldn't be able to identify the members of the church. And such an invisible church is precisely the doctrine of Protestantism, which is why it was denounced and refuted at the Council of Trent. Not surprisingly, Francis, who holds many Lutheran ideas, is a big fan of that heresy as well. And you know what? For him, that's not even a new heresy. Over the last six years, he's said it on several occasions, that those who are in some way sinful are not Christians. Unless, of course, we're talking about unrepentant adulterers. Those can line right up for communion in the modernist church. Or unless you're a migrant or a poor person, preferably with an Amazonian face, then you're basically a reincarnation of Christ himself. That's how Bergoglio's theology works. Had enough of Francis? Good. Because then we can move on to Cardinal Angelo Bagnasco of Genoa, Italy. According to a report by the so-called National Catholic Register, On Saturday, June 15th, the city of Genoa held an LGBTQXYZ, whatever, pride parade, and so three parishes in the diocese scheduled public prayers of reparation. Bagnasco lent his support to the pride parade by ordering all three parishes to cancel their public reparation, calling the initiatives inappropriate. makes you feel horrible for those parishes, for those people who are trying to do a good thing and console our Lord, but 
sad to say, when you're part of the religion of the God of Surprises, that's what you're going to get. And now, surprise, one more story about Francis, Chaos Frank. This one is from May 23rd. The Jesuit apostate led a Novus Ordo worship service in St. Peter's Basilica for the General Assembly of Caritas Internationales, who were meeting in Rome for a conference. To abide in the love of Christ, Francis said during the sermon, it is necessary to be close to him. Fair enough. But then he continued, quote, It helps us to be before the tabernacle and before the many living tabernacles that are the poor. The Eucharist and the poor, fixed tabernacle and mobile tabernacles. There one abides in love and absorbs the mentality of the broken bread. Unquote. So you've got fixed tabernacles and mobile tabernacles. It's the same presence of Christ or bread either way. And now just guess before which of these tabernacles Francis actually kneels. Tratcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate. 